Holy crap, everybody. It's me. I haven't had a solo show in a very, very long time because, as you know, I usually have guests. I usually, you know, bring – I don't even know why I'm wearing these because there's no guests today. There's no need. I thought at first, like, hey, it's a cool effect and all, but no, it's not. Um, it's just me. It's your man, Griff. This is episode number 215 of YWC Football Talk, and another NFL season has come to an end, sadly. I'm going to go back quickly and just reflect on how many episodes I've done this season so far and the fact that there are seven months now until the next NFL season. So we can kind of build upon this and be like, hey, we can get to this point. Um, so episode number 178. We did 37 recordings between the night before kickoff and the night after the last kickoff. Something to be thankful for. Something to be proud of. This isn't a somber episode or anything like that. No, I'm just on here to quick give my quick thoughts about last night's game. Um, Chiefs obviously getting their second Super Bowl in the last four years. Um, I know some people can will disagree with this, but I still don't think that you can put the dynasty title on them just yet. Everyone going like, oh, well, you can't do that. It's like, guys, look, my definition of a dynasty is three. It is three. San Francisco did it. Pittsburgh did it back in the 70s. San Francisco, Dallas, and the New England did it twice. Because that's the thing to figure out. New England won three and four. And then they won three and let's see, 15, 16, 17, 18. They won three and five. Right now, Kansas City has two and four. Kansas City can go three and five or maybe even three and six. That's when we'll entertain the conversation. But... This year for them was, it's you can't even say it was challenging. Like the entire time this offseason was going through and everyone was on like, you know, oh, Denver's going to be this and Vegas is going to make the next step and the Chargers are going to do this. I'm like, are we forgetting about who is quarterback for the Chiefs? I know everyone's like, oh, but they lost Tyree Kill and everything. I'm like, guys, Tom Brady did this for years. Like Tom Brady would literally go out and just get all these different kinds of weapons and basically do it. The Chiefs ultimately we're fuck around and find out. And we found out what the end result was. And that was them winning the Lombardi trophy last night. The Kansas city chiefs are a team that are set up for success for the next 10 to 15 years. It's just next year's going to be tougher when you know what? No one's going to be doubting you. No one's going to be making crazy takes about they're missing the playoffs or they're not it anymore. No. What people are going to be saying about the Kansas city chiefs is simple. They're back to what they once were before. They're the team. That you don't want to play. They are back to being the team that scares the crap out of you. But more about less about the Chiefs for now, more about the game. Look, the game was the game. The game was exciting. The game was fun. If you followed me in my bets, obviously, look, I had a lot that I lost this year, but the Chiefs thankfully came through for me. Kenneth Gainwell over 18 and a half yards, Dallas Goddard over four and a half receptions, and AJ Brown over 59 and a half yards. I wish I had done that more, but I did 59 and a half to play it safe. It was a plus 460. It paid off. So you know what? You, uh, basically, I made a nice chunk of change off of that bad boy. Um, second, look, I said this last night. I still kind of stand by this, but I'm not going to let it ruin it. The holding call was the holding call. I can't let it ruin what was a great game. I can't let one moment in a game ruin it for me because, look, I'm not a fan of either team. At the end of the day, I'm not a part of Chiefs Kingdom. I don't shout Fly Eagles Fly. Even though I did, maybe if I did a couple weeks ago with Bobby, which congratulations to him once again. He went public with his sonogram, and then his, wife, his, his fiance is pregnant. But here's the thing. I said this from time and time again with this podcast when it came down to the Eagles are a better team. 
but there was one position, two positions, but one main one where I'm like, I can't bet against the Chiefs, and that was quarterback. Because like I said, for years and years, we witnessed Tom Brady do what Tom Brady does best and go out there and just rip your soul from your heart. And that's what Tom Brady did to the Eagles. And not Tom Brady, excuse me, Patrick Mahomes did last night to the Eagles fans. And that's the other thing, too. I know I ripped the dynasty, but I know Ray Rout was on here last week, and we were talking about greatness. Why shouldn't hate on it? I just want to say for the record, I'm not hating on greatness. No. I'm just a guy on here who's basically saying, I don't want the analysts to overhype and over-exaggerate what's going on. Appreciate what you have in the moment, because Patrick Mahomes is a special quarterback. He is a rare class now. He is in a rare class with two. A lot of guys have one. There's a hell of a lot of guys with zero. You break the threshold for one, you're in a category above a lot of other quarterbacks that have played this game. Think about it. It's no longer chasing one. And that's the thing, too, now. It could become easier for the Chiefs. They have the pressure off their back. They have the pressure in the sense of, look, everyone's going to be gunning for them now, and they know that, hey, they're the the top of the, they're the top dog. They're the head of the table. They're the tribal chief. Uh, yes, I'm making wrestling pre- wrestling references in my football podcast. Get at me. YWC, the W stands for wrestling. But what's stopping them from winning three? I don't know. I mean, when you look at the upper echelon of, and I know I go back to this often, but I look at it, you look at teams like the South, there's no one threatening. The North, maybe Cincinnati, but like, man, that offensive line. Um, I know it was injuries this time, but still. The East, I'm sorry, but Buffalo, you got, Buffalo's got work to do this offseason. If you're the Buffalo Bills, you can't excuse what you let happen. If you're the Buffalo Bills, you basically have to go out there and be like, hey, no more of Mr. Nice Guy. No more of their fans being like, because if you're there, if you're a Bills fan, you can't come out and go, hey, we're going to hop and skip and we're going to be in Vegas this time next year. No, you can't do that if you're the Bills Mafia. Why? Because you embarrassed yourself and nearly lost to Skylar Thompson. You then went out and got cooked by the Bengals. So when it comes down to who can dethrone the Chiefs in the, in the AFC, it's tough. There's going to be a team next year that emerges from the rest, hopefully New England, but that no one sees coming. And we'll have to wait and see what happens there. As for the Eagles, you know what? I'm going to switch gears quickly. Hold your head. Hold your heads up high. Because when I look at the Eagles, I see a team with a bright future. I see a team where, you know, Sure. Is there, is there work to be done and improvements? Yeah. You got to sign some guys, maybe bring some guys in. But like when you look at this Eagles team, you're like, this is near a perfect football team. The only thing I would upgrade maybe is linebackers and just re-sign some other guys. There's going to be some guys that walk, I'm sure of it. But at the end of the day, Eagles will be flying again next year because we don't know what Dallas is going to be. Frankly, we don't know what the New York Giants are going to be. I'm not on your dissing them. Look, I still owe the Daniel Dan- Danny Dimes Love Fest episode, which is coming very soon. But I'm here to say right now, like, they're not going to have as easy of a schedule, and teams are going to know that they're one to watch for. As my Apple Watch goes to 10% battery. So fun for me. Um, the other big thing with this all is just being mentally prepared for what's coming next for either team. Because of the Eagles, find a way to get back. That's all you can do. Find a way to get back. And then if you're the Chiefs, 
enjoy and celebrate it. But just remember, you got a target on your back now. You've got a target. But at the end of the day, as long as 15 and 87 are there doing their things, they'll be fine. I know people like to say right now, oh, what if a because Kelsey, I don't think Kelsey obviously is gonna not last Mahomes, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But for now, if you're a Chiefs fan, enjoy this. Soak it in. I got to experience this six times in a 20-year period. Will you guys too? Still remains to be seen. I, I don't think they'll do what the Patriots did, just looking a bias way. And I also think for obvious reasons, just because I think what the Patriots did was not a one-off, but I just think it's often imitated, never duplicated. That's what I think. But you know what? All in all, this was a good Super Bowl. This was the best partisan, like down-the-line split Super Bowl I can remember in a very long time. Because both teams were in it the whole game. And I know when I look at games like Super Bowl 51, Super Bowl 52, I can't say those games because I'm, I was a, I had my rooting interest. I had gambling interest last night, but there's a big difference between gambling interest and rooting interest. Because at the end of the day, if none of my parlays hit, is what it is. It's not a big deal. Meanwhile, if you're rooting interest, it stings. It sucks. Trust me. I've experienced it three times in my life. But you know what? Like I said... People have to stop looking at the negatives of so many of these things and look at the positives. I know I say I'm anti-dynasty, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to say, like, that's just my opinion. I just don't think right now you can claim these guys to be a dynasty. You can say they're on their way there, and they're very close to it. But for right now, to join, to join the elite fraternity of dynasties and dynasty-led quarterbacks, do it again. Run it back. I don't want to take up too too much of your time, guys. I just want to come on here quickly and just vamp, give my quick thoughts, and just be like, hey, the game was good. Halftime show could have – there were some songs that weren't played that could have been better. But you know what? Sucks the football season's over. It sucks. I'll wait like 200 more days for another game. September 7th in Arrowhead. I'll be there watching Chris Collinsworth just fucking – I don't know, make just – explode on the inside when he sees Patrick Mahomes do the littlest of things. You know what? The podcast hype train does not die down. It does not. We've got content coming. I've got content coming. Because if you look and you see the logo in the right over right here, right next to me, look. What does that logo say? That is Cryer Media. Why? Because this podcast is under the Cryer Media family. And my goal is to still pump out content. There will be two podcasts this week. And then from there on out, we will see. It's always going to be um, – here's the, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Here is my game plan for the offseason for the next four months. I'm looking at doing one to two a week between now and probably the draft. After the draft, we're going to slow things down. We're going to, you know, take it back. We're going to – just breathe for a little bit. And then I will go on a break. I don't know how long the break will be, but just know that once I come back, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be ready to go for next season. I also plan on, you know what, maybe banking some episodes and releasing them on a later date. Why, you may ask? So you guys have stuff to listen to while I'm gone. I still might be working. I still have plans for the show. 250 episodes is something that I didn't think was once possible, but we're 35 away. My goal is to get to 35 more episodes before kickoff. I think I could do it. I think I can. So you know what, guys? This is our 
third full NFL season in the bag. We had 2020 season, 2021 season, now the 2022 season. Three seasons of YWC football talk under the NFL's complete season umbrellas are done. 2023 is looking to be a huge year for the podcast, and I'm excited. We ended on a high last night. Wednesday, Jared Silberclight will be here. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of shit. We're going to talk about NFL. We're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to talk Giants. We're going to talk maybe a little wrestling. Who knows? It'll be fun and interesting. Plus, if you have some questions, let me know below. And then next week, I get to announce this right here and right now, folks. Probably Monday night, maybe Tuesday. From 98.5 in Boston, Alex Barth will be coming on because we're going to be doing Patriots. Because like I said, for every regular episode, there's going to be Patriots episodes. Because I want to learn what the fans and what my people that I know are saying about this team. So Alex is going to be on. Expect Kyrie Thompson to be back. McGarvin, Pat Lane. Maybe we'll get Keaton Seafield in the mix. Who knows? But for now, guys, that's it. Thank you very much for listening or watching because remember, podcasts are available everywhere. Click subscribe because, man, it'd be great. Download the episode, subscribe to it. Shout out to Crime Media once again. And just remember, folks, we've got 200 plus days till the next NFL season, and it sucks to admit it. Have a good one, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl as much as I did. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.